Hi, I'm Champion. I'm six years. And the best thing about Christmas is presents and all of the stuff in pictures. I like to celebrate Jesus' birthday and I like to get presents for my cousins and I like to open them. Well, let's record the welcome for the Christmas special. Are we going to call it a Christmas special? It's a good day for a Christmas episode. <laughs> I don't think every episode needs <laughs> that's, to be that's a, going down. It's a good day. Our setup is so professional here. I don't know why you keep messing with it. <laughs> Move my coffee, my iPad. I mean, <laughs> warn you of your iPad falling. It's just crazy. Okay. Of course, you have an iPad stand in our recording studio. <laughs> with our mic stand. Of course. Okay. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> it's what? Christmas it's Christmas Eve. Eve. This episode's coming out. It was the out. night before Christmas and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. Have you guys seen that little, um, like, little meme where it says that twice the night before Christmas... Like, it says what you just said, but then it shows a mouse stirring a big cup of coffee, hot chocolate or something. It's hilarious. <laughs> because now the creature was stirring, not even a dot, 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 and the mouse is stirring. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, well, listeners, we're glad you're here with us today. We thought it'd be fun for Christmas to have a little bit of a different kind of episode. So we have some fun in store for you all. We got lots of different people involved in this episode, and what else? Maybe some songs. We read scripture. Mm-hmm. Jesus' yeah. birth. Mm-hmm. And a special story was read. I got a little choked up when Jesus was getting told by the angel that she was going to conceive a child, and that whole part of the story. Mm-hmm. You can't hear it because I wasn't reading it, but I was definitely over here tearing up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, for me, always, it's like thinking about Elizabeth getting pregnant. That is always amazing to me. Obviously, like, I'm not old, but yeah, not being able to have children, not being able to give birth to children, it always is, like, amazing when I hear stories of women who were in the same position, but then eventually like had a baby and she Mm -hmm. was old. Can you imagine how that would have felt? Seriously. It'd be crazy. So cool. I'm starting to realize that's not the part I choked up on. I choked up on the part, (laughs) (laughs) the part where, where the Holy Spirit inside of John, that whole part. Yeah. With Jesus and Elizabeth. Oh my word. I do know what I'm thinking. It's just that they're not really coming out with the words too much. Yes, when Mary went to Elizabeth and the baby leapt inside of her and she knew right away just that it was Jesus. And I love that it says, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit. Because, like, or, oh, it says, it said Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's amazing because that. He hadn't even come yet, but <clears throat> she felt it, felt something. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, we got to remember to tell people about our giveaway. 
yes. to sign up. Still a few more Can days. Can we remind them mm-hmm. how to, to sign up for it? To put their name in there? Leave us a review. Use the hashtag. It's a good day giveaway. Email us. Tell us that you've told a friend about it or your favorite episode. Or share something. Yep. On um, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Or Instagram. Or, yep. Tag us. Any of those ways. You make contact about the giveaway, we'll get you covered. Get you an entry. Or two or four or however many times right. you want to share it. Times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anything else? We hope you guys have a Merry Christmas with your families and friends or whoever you're celebrating with. Maybe your cat. Your dog. You never know. And we just hope you have fun and enjoy this holiday season. (laughs) We really appreciate you all listening and hope you have a Merry Christmas. I always like to acknowledge, too, that sometimes Christmas and the holidays are a difficult time of year. If you've experienced loss or maybe life just doesn't look the way that you were expecting, and it can bring up the fact that it's just can be sad, <clears throat> but I hope that this season, Jesus will be near to you, that he will just bring you peace and that you will find joy even in, even in the difficult time. So we want to thank you all for listening. We hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are three friends who love to laugh and believe that through Jesus, even the tough seasons are good. You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every day. My name is Josephine Krapp. I'm an old lady <laughs> of 92. But from my childhood, I remember the way we celebrate Christmas. On Ukrainian Christmas Eve, which is January 7, we was, the whole family got together and we were watching for the first star to arrive. The minute we saw the first star, we got around the table and start eating 12 course meal. Let's see what we find this Christmas. My name is Delight Christman, and my favorite part about Christmas is the fact that we are actually celebrating the birth of Jesus. One year, a friend of mine wrote a lovely song that talked about just being excited and surprised about the very special gift that we received at Christmas, and that was Jesus. I'm Nick, and I'm Jake, and one of our favorite things about Christmas is Christmas morning with our family. Let's see what we find this Christmas. Hi there. This is Delight and August's dad, Kurt Christman, and uh, we're just starting out on a snowy, cold December day with a hot cup of coffee and a good story. This is one I wrote in December of 2005, Christmas at the Christmans. Excitement was building to the bursting point for me with each song sung by the fire that snowy December. 
I was about 12 years old, and I finally knew what to expect. I had the privilege of going after the tree by myself. This is possibly one of those you'd have to be there to understand at times, but I'll do my best. I grew up in the home of a Mennonite pastor. There are expectations of the pastor's family, and we felt the burden of it. In the Mennonite church in those days, the religious part required many things. Not giving in to the heathen rituals of Christmas was one of those things. Now for me, <clears throat> I had parents who were not who were much more concerned about the condition of my soul than if we follow all the rules spoken or not. One rule was to do without a tree. All my friends at school had one, and I wished for one myself. I remember the year Mom decided we could at least get a branch from an evergreen tree across the dirt road. I remember proudly going and chopping just the right branch and dragging it back up the driveway to the towering old farmhouse. I found an old bucket not being used in the barn. After cleaning it up a little and filling it with dirt, I stuck the tired, saggy branch erect in the soft dirt. A red and green paper chain served as garland, and Mom bought some tinsel that I globbed all over the tired little bough. I was so proud of our Christmas tree, you would have thought it was fit for Rip President Richard Nixon's front lawn. After a few years of putting up with the sin of using a branch, our conscience began to soften towards the idea of a real tree. Mom announced one day that it might be okay if I actually cut down a whole tree. Those were the sweetest words a young lad could hear just before Christmas. Didn't take me long to skedaddle out to the shed and get Pop's trusty old axe. I practically flew down over the frozen lawn and shot under the barbed wire fence. I knew just where to find the perfect tree. I'd had my eye on it for a few years, waiting for the day when I could indulge in worshiping the tree. I look back now and realize <clears throat> that we were the very family that inspired Charles Schultz to write about Charlie Brown's tree. As an adult, two of the strangest ideas to me for a Christmas tree were buying one that was all cut just right and grown only for the purpose of making a child's eyes bug out with excitement. The other is, and do I dare even repeat the word, artificial tree. Yuck. <clears throat> now that one goes against me just like eating cold oatmeal. I guess for some people, they never knew the thrill of finally being allowed even a branch or let alone a whole tree. <clears throat> Writing about Christmas trees reminds me of a story that bears telling. The year was 1989, and my daughter, Delight Norma, was about three years old. The time had come for us to get a tree, and since Delight went everywhere I did, this time was no different. I dressed her up to battle the elements up on the hill. Around here, the hill is the Tug Hill Plateau. It is several thousands of acres of some of the most undesirable farmland, it's just not the kind of place you would find much good unless you're logging, hunting, deer, or looking for wind. But that's another story. We parked the car and spotted the green of spruce and balsam trees. They were about a 15-minute walk from the road in good weather, and it was not good weather that day. I put Delight on my shoulders and the axe in my hand and headed out. After a breathtaking walk, we reached the plantation. It did not take long to find the perfect tree. After chopping it down, I stepped back to take a breather. As I looked westward, I saw a sight that any northerner has learned to take seriously. Angry gray and black clouds were racing across the sky right in our direction. 
I could see that we had better hightail it back to the car or we would be in trouble. I started out and right away realized that I had a dilemma. I could not carry delight and drag the tree at the same time. It didn't help that I had an axe to haul along also. I had worked hard to train my children. This was about to be payoff time. I set down the axe and tree and holding delight tight against me, I carried her until I could barely make out the tree behind me through the swirling drifting snow. I dug down in the waist-high snow and made a pit just big enough for a little girl. As I placed Delight at the bottom of the shallow pit, I looked in her eye and firmly said, Daddy needs to go back and get our tree. You must not fuss and just stay still until I get back. She looked up with her big trusting eyes and nodded, okay. I pushed my way through the billowing, piling snow and retrieved our snow-covered tree. It seemed like about a half an hour before I got back to Delight. She was happily sitting at the bottom of her little hideout. I picked her up and off into the growing blizzard we pushed. Another 50 yards later, I again built the little pit, placed my little bundle at the bottom. I don't know how many times we did that, followed that routine, but eventually we made it back to the vanishing car. We soon were off the hill and back on Route 12. Safely in the garage back home, we burst through the kitchen door to the smells of the holidays wafting through the air. Looking back now, I realize more and more why, to me, a tree must be real, and the more struggle attached to it, the more it is treasured. This Christmas, you've got me Hi, my name is Jordan. I'm looking forward to Christmas this year because I have a new son, and I'm looking forward to creating memories with him. Hi, I am Caleb Sterns, like all. I'm a 12th grader. My, fa- my favorite food at Christmas time is pizza, cinnamon rolls, and mac and cheese, and also open presents. This is Ilian, and he is almost two years old. Owie. You have an owie? What do you love about Christmas? Do you love cookies? Say cookie. Cookie. Say cookie. Done. You all done? Okay, first say cookie. Cookie. I'm Brooklyn and I'm five years old. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? The Christmas tree. Okay, hi, I'm Mel Zare. I'm 84 years young and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my Christmases, and I started out always believing in in Christmas, and I even, I think, believed in Santa Claus, and uh, I never had to go away. My my mom and dad lived at the same house where I owned the farm and stuff, and uh, we had to wait for our siblings to come home, and I remember about seven o'clock in the morning, I was help, helping do chores. Boy, and we did got the chores done very fast that morning. Me and my brother, he's a couple of years older than I am. And uh, it was, we got the chores done and into the house because it was exciting because we didn't do nothing before the 25th. It was always on the 25th. Had to wait for my siblings to all come home and then we just opened our gifts and 
That's about it. My Christmas with Grandma, that was just, I put the icing on the cake to have a wife. I was 24 years old then at this time, and she came into my life, changed my life. Thank you. Luke 1, 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come to you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zachariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors." Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Chapter 2, verse 1, The Birth of Jesus In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, to her firstborn, a son. 
She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. A tradition that we have with my family is going to get a Christmas tree and then eating snacks while decorating it. Hi, I'm Brielle, and something that I love about Christmas is Christmas cookies. Hi, I'm Kessel. I'm six years old, and the best thing about Christmas is Jesus. My name's Norma Zaire, and when I was a kid, we always had Christmas, Christmas Eve. And we would be so excited because all week long we kept listening on the radio to see if we could hear if Santa got our requests. And all of a sudden, one night, we would hear, ho, 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 and it was a radio station, and you had to send in and tell what you wanted. And they said, now little Norma Verkler and her brother, Ted Verkler, sent us a letter, and Norma wants a dolly, and Ted wants a truck. Well, you just watch and see if that isn't what you get Christmas Eve. I was kind of surprised he said Christmas Eve because how would he know it's our Christmas? But anyway, it was terribly exciting. And we didn't have much money, but I'm sure I got a baby doll that Christmas. My name is Cruz. I'm four years old. And the best thing about Christmas is Jesus. This Christmas. Jingle bells ring and jingle bells ring. <laughs> jingle around the clock. Mix and a jingle and a jingle and bee. That's a jingle bell. That's a jingle bell. That's a jingle bell rock. I think we should stick to podcasting. I don't think so. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, because you have a gorgeous voice and you tried out for the voice before. Spoiler for all for all the people. Not spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> all right, guys. I have a question for you. What's good about Christmas? <laughs> well, is that what we're doing instead of what's good about today since it's Christmas episode? Of course. What's good about today? Christmas edition. Yeah. 
<laughs> Basically, it's like, what's good about Christmas for you? It's like, right? what's good about today? And it has to be something about Christmas. Okay. Because this is our Christmas episode. Okay. Okay. Well, it feels like the only thing I'm ever talking about. But what's good about Christmas this year is that I have a baby. And it's really fun to be like, you know, adding another stocking and wrapping presents with his name on it, even though I'm not really, even though I'm not really into giving a 10 month old presents too much, but we got him a couple little things and we'll take a picture with it. Right. And it's fun, but yeah, just everything seems brighter. The tree, the lights, the everything. That's what's good about it all for me. Um, well, my kids are older, and this year, I feel like it's kind of been the first year that my older boys are like spending their own money on presents for people, and I love that they're like really taking consideration like what this person loves and what they would want and what would be a special gift. And they're spending their own money on it. And I don't know. That's, it's just fun to see that's that that's... so cool. Like, that they're willing to do that. Like, and, is that for each other? Like, within your family or other, like, friends, too? Or... Um, mostly in our family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he... Do they draw names, one, like, with their cousins? Yeah. They okay, do. so then are they buying their own, like, for that? So, too? no, they aren't for that. Okay. But in every year, they've always, the, the um, cousins that we draw, they, I always let them pick something out. And, like, we have, like, sure. the budgeted amount. And, but this year, it's just, like, beyond that. And it is cousins that they're buying for, too. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, it's fun to see that it's, like, using their own money, I think, is an added yeah. Like it means a little bit more. Right. So it changes when you're, it's costing something mm-hmm. and you're doing it anyway. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm really enjoying my house just being pretty for Christmas and just having the tree there. And although I don't really feel like I've been able to just like sit very much and enjoy it because I'm just really super busy. And when I'm not, changing a diaper or feeding a toddler or a baby I'm folding laundry or cooking or cleaning and so it's interesting but I'm the times that I get to look in and see the Christmas tree I really enjoy it <laughs> love it and yeah I'm enjoying listening to Christmas music which of course I've been doing for for a while now since it's been snowing for a while although today it looks kind of like spring outside feels kind of like spring too um but yeah, and I think this year will be even more fun with Ilian, with him just being a little bit more older, a little bit older, for him to enjoy it a little more. Not that he's going to remember it, but yeah. When so, we get a little closer, that's what's good about Christmas for me. This Christmas. Hello, I am Denise Ramirez, and one of my first Christmas after being married is um remember like there was a big snowstorm and I was um shoveling the snow and when I came in 
I saw my wife making my favorite food inside, and that was very special. Um, she was making pupusas, which is um, the national or traditional food from El Salvador. Yeah, and that was really special for me, like being far from home and having that moment where my wife was making that for me. Hi, I'm Lana. I'm five years old. Now what? <laughs> then you say your memory. When I was at the White House, I remember when I opened my present and I had a squeaky toy <laughs> that Mama gave me. Hi, I'm Kurt. One of the things that I like about Christmas is how we do our gifts. When our family gathers, uh, we, we uh, all take each gift that we have bought to give to someone and rather than everybody going and getting whatever has their name on it and piling them up and getting all excited about receiving what I tried to train my children with was let's get excited about giving so we'll take the gift that we're going to give and uh, get a pile of all of them and then we take turns giving so it's it's okay it's mom's turn to give or Christian's turn to give and we just focus the whole day on that and we take it very slowly it actually takes hours to get it accomplished and it's getting a bit long because there's a lot of us but it's just a wonderful time of learning and I think it teaches the children uh, just the excitement of the opportunity to give people get you can see it in their eyes it's like they're anxious for their turn to give and they're so thrilled to do it love watching that in in my kids hi I'm Alexi and one of my favorite Christmas traditions is that our parents would go to the grocery store and pick out all of our favorite sugar cereals. And then on Christmas morning, we would go down under the tree and bring them up and have cereal. And then later we would go and open our presents. Hi, I got, hi, I got. What do you like about Christmas, Sky? I like cookies. I was probably, I remember a time when I was probably 13 or 14 years old. Um, my dad had um, had a bleeding ulcer and he was in the hospital so he wasn't with us for our traditional Christmas Eve dinner. I, I remember we, we, we were missing him as part of the family and, um, and also um, a tradition was that we wouldn't eat until the first star came out, sort of in remembrance of the star that that was over the, the manger where Jesus was born and it was a cloudy night that night and we waited and waited and waited but because of the clouds there was no stars and we got sort of hungry so we had no dad we had no meal uh, the the straw was under the table the table was being set and uh, we finally did have the traditional Ukrainian meal which was made up of 12 courses and and uh, dad did recover and was with us the next Christmas and uh, uh, what, what, a, what a blessed time that was. Hi, my name is Hannah Christman. I'm 29 years old, and my favorite thing about Christmas is watching my kids open their presents. Your name? Christmas trees. Oh, you like Christmas trees? Yeah. Okay, is your name Levi? What is your name? Levi? Oh, Levi Boone? Yeah. Okay. What do you like about Christmas? Hi, I'm Courtney, and my favorite part of Christmas is sharing a bowl of shrimp fondue with my family. Hi, this is Christian Zare, and my favorite part of Christmas is the Grinch. <laughs> and now for real, since this show is about me.
Um, well, actually, my favorite part of Christmas, like my favorite Christmas memory would be my family has this ridiculously long list of Christmas movies we are supposed to watch every year because it's a tradition. <laughs> except <laughs> except it takes so long to get through all these movies, but we like insist on watching them every time. And half of us don't like half of the movies. So eventually at some point in the night, everyone's gotten tired of watching movies they don't even like. So everyone goes to bed and it's just me in the living room watching the Polar Express and the Grinch by myself because no one likes them. Hi, my name is Lizzie, and my favoriteest Christmas memory ever was the year that my parents um, like blindfolded me and took me out to our little barn, and there was a pony in there. <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I'd like to share one of my favorite Christmas memories. Uh, it was when we had five children, and we didn't have a lot of money that year, and we had an elderly woman living with us. Mildred Denslow, and we went to his parents for Christmas Eve, and my mother had known that we were struggling. We came home that evening, and after the dinner at my in-law's house, to find our tree loaded with gifts, and I remember thinking, wow, that's crazy, where'd these all come from? And there was like gingerbread uh, men, little gingerbread boys and men sitting out, and um, it was just wonderful someone had just supplied a whole bunch of gifts for our children and later i found out it was my family i have seven siblings and between all of them they decided to choose one of the kids and buy gifts for that child and each child had so many things to open that year and i remember it's one of my fondest memories of family getting together and helping each other and it was such a blessing in our lives that year and even mildred got a few gifts it was really fun when we get a little closer this Christmas, you've got me caught in the got me singing. Well, I hope that you guys both have really good Christmases and can't believe it's going to be the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Next week's episode is the last one of the year. Wow, that's crazy. Cool. Before you know it, we'll be on our. 52nd episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a Merry Christmas and a good day. (laughs) Have a good day. Have a good Christmas. (laughs) Birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus. Roman? Roman. (laughs) You who are highly favored, the Lord is with you. Mary was great. (laughs) Mary was greatly troubled. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger. (laughs) And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a (laughs) manger.